Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. Hi. Joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello. And Mr. Jeff Williams. That's what they call me. They sure do. At least to your face. Ouch. Ouch. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. You sure got a pretty W. I'm not sure what that means, but it sounded... feel a little uncomfortable. Feels wrong. Yeah. So does my W. <laughs> Recently, I was lucky enough to visit Universal Studios Hollywood to experience Super Nintendo World firsthand. Last week, we talked about my adventures in the Mushroom Kingdom, and this week, we're going to talk about what the rest of the theme park is like, how it compares to Universal Orlando Resort, and why it's definitely worth a visit when you're in the Los Angeles area. Since it's so close to Hollywood and other famous LA landmarks, uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about some other great spots you can visit that are sure to be exciting if you're interested, if you're interested in the glitz and glam of Hollywood, as well as some hidden gems for Disney fans. I had a whirlwind visit last week. I was about 2.25 days around Los Angeles. That is pretty whirlwind. It was amazing how much I was able to pack into the visit, though. Part of that is because, like we mentioned briefly last week, Universal Studios Hollywood is, is a much smaller theme park than what we think of. I've always been impressed with how much you can pack in. And Universal Studios Hollywood is still a working movie studio. Yeah, that's right. Which gives you, there's a really awesome attraction that I'll talk about in a little bit that is super cool. But yeah, it's right in the middle of a working movie studio. And it's actually from Universal Studios. You can even see the Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Warner it's, Brothers it's studio. right it's there really all, around a lot yeah. of working studios. Paramount is not far from there too, right? Yeah, it's a little, Paramount's actually kind of in the middle of downtown LA a little bit more, but it's still very close. It's, it's just a couple of miles away. And that's the thing It's funny, like LA is such a gigantic city, but everything is like all the Hollywood stuff, at least is right in the Hollywood of an area. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Not as big as, not as big as I thought and yeah. not as hard to get around it, as I thought. It's been a long time since I've been out to Universal Studios, Hollywood. I've done a lot of the LA landmark stuff more recently, but it's been many years since I've been. I went there before there was any theme park there. It was just like the studio tour and it had the little, Ooh. 
Jaws thing was part of the studio Back tram in tour. The day. You just separated the water and you went through it for the the Ten Commandments ride, and there was a small Jaws <laughs> thing. It was all part of it. Wait, what? What? The, are you being serious about yes. that? Yes. Oh, wow. That would be amazing. They just did a parting of the waters thing, and it was like miniature. Uh, <laughs> oh, funny. Miniature Ten Commandments thing. That was so and then cool you pull to up see. And, oh, we're in Amity, and there's a shark, and it was all just <laughs> part of the tram That's thing. Crazy. There was no ride element. Yeah. I remember a little bit of the ride stuff. It was, it was towards the end of my college career, and I took a class in. The like communications the departments. It was not the 70s. It was the <laughs> 1990s. I took a class about the Hollywood and American culture for my communications degree, and we spent two weeks living in the Universal Sheraton right there <laughs> at Universal Studios and did so all, cool. all kinds of different stuff. It was really cool. All the studio tours, but in the evenings, we could go into the park, which was fun. Nice. Ride All those you giant to, like steep express pass style, annual well, pass style. Kind of, yeah, we had tickets wow. that would get us in all the time. It was that's pretty cool. So cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Speaking of that Sheridan, that was on my list. I actually stayed right next door to the Sheridan at the Hilton Universal City, mm-hmm. and the Sheridan is right there. Those two hotels are fantastic spots for if you're. If you want your home base to be right at Universal Studios Hollywood, the Hilton was seriously a five-minute walk across the street from the main gates to Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. Beautiful hotel. I was on the 23rd floor, had a view of City Walk and the Hollywood Hills. They have theme park view rooms. I can't recommend that spot highly enough. Yeah, both it's of definitely- those. So the Sheraton is very also very nice. Lobby bar? Right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful lobby <laughs> nice bar. Nice lobby bar at the Hilton. And yeah, nice lobby bar and a, a really good uh, breakfast buffet, too. Perfect. Perfect. Buffet was good. There so. is a nice lobby bar at the Sheraton, too. And I cannot remember the name of the celebrity we saw there. He was a kung fu guy. <laughs> Chuck Norris. It was not Chuck Norris. Jackie I would have remembered that. No. But more of the older, he was Chow old Yun at Fett. the time. I'll figure it out. I can't remember who it was. That other guy. Yeah. Like old school, <laughs> old Kung Fu movies. David Carradine. Yes, that's who it was. Thank you. That was the Kung Fu TV show. Yes, that was him. That was older. Wow. Yeah. That was also Bill from Kill Bill. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Okay. Yes, that guy. Didn't you also step on Tom Selleck's foot? He stepped on my foot. Oh, this will tell you how far back this was. It was when Tom Selleck was guest starring on Friends. He still oh, had boy. a mustache. <laughs> yes, he did. And he was staying there. And I was, I went down to the front desk for something and he was standing behind him, not realizing it. And he backed up into me and turned around. And I didn't, had no words, did not know did what to say. Did you clean your jeans right away? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> of course. That beautiful mustache. Beautiful man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, yeah. So, so great, uh, great first, hotel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great hotel. First night I walked over and I visited City Walk and I actually liked City Walk in Hollywood better than in Orlando. It looks it's, a little more themed. It is more themed. It's laid out a little bit more straightforward instead of being just this blob of stuff. 
it's like city streets that you're walking through and they've got big King Kong hanging off the side of a building and there's a giant dragon. And, but it's also a little, there's more shops and there's more restaurants because they've got more than just like the universal store. They have kind of mall, mall stores, oh. but also there's like a weird, like the world of socks stores that sells <laughs> nothing but novelty printed socks. There's a really cool, like sci-fi nerdy toys and collectibles shop. Um, oh, I would like that. There's one of those skydiving simulator towers, oh, wow. the iFly tubes. <laughs> yeah. Movie theater. They also have they they just recently opened a twosome chocolate emporium there, which has a slightly different menu and it's a little bit smaller than the one in Orlando. I was gonna ask, is it a giant yeah, it looks building? Pretty small. Yeah, it's definitely smaller. But it's right in the middle there. They've got some fast food spots. There's a Taco Bell, but there's also like some burger spots that they only have in California. Apparently, California really likes Panda Express. They have a Panda Express there. And also, there's a Panda Express in Universal Studios Hollywood. Hmm. So, yeah, I liked it. It's smaller. It was easier to navigate. It just had a cooler, more themed feel to it. So I, I liked that spot a lot. The next day was, as we mentioned last week, atmospheric river time. <laughs> time for rain. Van Morrison. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was plenty of rain in the morning, and uh, but that didn't slow me down too much. I just threw on my rain raincoat and hung out, explored the park a little bit, waited for our friend Eric, the Dorky Parks dad on Instagram, show up and he he's a local, so he showed me around the park. That's nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. The park again is smaller. The entrance area is really cool. It it's similar to the streets in Universal Orlando where they're themed to different cities, but it's all just I shouldn't say all. The main section of the street is like old school Hollywood landmarks. And then it branches off to be cartoony New York City leading up to where the Secret Life of Pets attraction is. Mm -hmm. And then for some reason, there's a Paris street just because they have a Paris street in Paris there and you can eat at the Moulin Rouge. I forgot all about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It also feels smaller because the force perspective is a lot more noticeable the buildings are all on a much smaller scale like at disneyland Mm -hmm. but so that's that entranceway there they have hogsmeade which is the same as as at exactly the same as Mm -hmm. universal orlando except for obviously the train doesn't move because Mm -hmm. Because there's no diagonally right (laughs) right but they have, they have the tiny little Griffin roller coaster, and they have the Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. The hippogriff, right? Mm-hmm. Hippogriff, that's what it meant. Flight of the Hippogriff, that's what it is. And Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey inside of Hogwarts. There's three broomsticks and the Hogshead tavern was that the uh, one no, where when no they opened the forbidden journey there that they added the element they of 3d, 3D and it made everyone vomiting. puke 
Yeah. So they yes. removed it? They have removed that, yes. <laughs> it was still a good ride, although it was a little, it felt a little herky-jerky when I was on there, but it was still fine. I like that ride. The screens don't bother me. I can't imagine that ride with 3D. I think that mm-hmm. would have been yeah. the thing that would people. do me in. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be intense. I mentioned Secret Life of Pets, so there's a section that kind of looks cartoony New York City. Secret Life of Pets Dark Ride is so much fun. Super cute. The whole queue, you're walking through this New York City apartment building, and there's little hidden things from that movie. You can open up the letter slot in one of the doors, and you can peek inside, and there's a dog doing like a DJ dance party session. (laughs) I've not seen those movies. Oh, they're really good. They're, they're good. cute. They're fun I've movies. only they're seen one cute. of them. It's cute. Yeah. But there's animatronics throughout the queue. It's really fun. I can see how if you're stuck waiting in line for a long time, it would be a really fun queue to Is it spend a, time in. So when you went, there was not a lot of line? No, because everybody was at Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Between I, the rain I, and the Nintendo stuff. Yeah. You had I, yeah, I was lucky in that way, although I did later in the day definitely need the express pass that I had to help me get on some of the attractions. It started to pick up in the afternoon when the rain let up, but A Secret Life of Pets, great ride, is a classic dark ride through New York City and crazy things happen with a bunch of dogs and cats. Super fun. I loved it. There's Super Silly Fun World there, which is their Minions area. Oh, uh, I was going like, to ask what that is. Yeah, it's like the it's like the amusement park that Gru takes the girls to oh, with the, oh, with the fluffy unicorn. Yes, so fluffy. Uh, yeah, and they have a spinner attraction, like a basically Dumbo flying elephant, and then they have a big splash pad playground there. There's Minions Cafe, which has basic theme park food, mac and cheese, and burgers and stuff. Eric said that the food's really good, actually, though, there for being just standard theme park options. And they have a couple of games, carnival-type games that you can play there. So that was fun. And then the other thing, there's two other things up top, is there's, they have Springfield, like in Orlando. Yeah, which is, it's a little bit smaller because they don't have the alien... King and Kodo's Twirl and Hurl ride. <laughs> yes. They do have the origin, the main Simpsons ride, but there's, their Springfield is so much cooler looking because they, they did more with the buildings. There's the towers of Krusty Lou Studios are rising oh. up in the background. <laughs> and they it's have, Hollywood. That's good. They have the yeah. music store backs up to the jail and you can see Sideshow Bob escaping from the jail. <laughs> and there's a little spot where you can see the nuclear power plant and Homer's station, workstation there. And he's got signs say off to lunch. And also, all the restaurants, instead of being a bunch of restaurants shoved In into the court. Krusty Burger mm-hmm. food court thing, they have separate entrances. So Cletus's Chicken Shack has its own, like Cletus's Slackshot Yokel themed oh, building. Yes, that's um, nice. So that's Can really you cool. still get a, a giant peak donut? Oh, of course, yes. Okay, There's good. Lard Lad Donuts. Do they have the Duff um, Beer Garden thing? Yeah. Yeah, they have the Duff Beer Garden, and actually that's where they put the bun, 
the Bumblebee Man's taco truck oh, is yeah. inside the beer gardens, which makes Perfect. sense. It's like yeah. sense, yeah. a food truck at a beer garden. <laughs> they also have an ice cream shop that's not in Orlando. And I feel like, I think there was one other thing right next to the ice cream shop. But so it's just a little bit more fleshed out with the theming. And there's some more of the buildings and spots from Springfield that you recognize. And it was really fun to be able to see those things. I liked that a lot. You can go down a little set of stairs, and that's where you get on the studio backlot tour, which is Heather and Jeff, you both talked about great, incarnations great of it tour. a little bit. And this is an awesome feature of this park. I loved it. It takes about an hour, and you get on a tram, and they take you down, and first you see a bunch of sound stages where they're... Man, the dog is done. You see a bunch of sound stages where they might be shooting some shows. We saw the sound stage for um, for the voice. Oh, this cool. is the voice. Yeah, that was like the big one that they highlighted. There were some other sound stages that have been used in movies and TV. And then they take you into really the highlight is the actual back lot. They have City yeah. Streets of New York, where they had set up the, to film American Ninja Warrior in. All these outside environments you've seen in movies dating back to the 1930s. Like, mm-hmm. They've been using these spots for a very long time, which I thought was really cool. You go through the town where they filmed... <sighs> Damn cock. <laughs> the town where they themed... The Good Place with Ted Danson and uh, Kristen Bauer. Oh, yeah. So cool. That show was filmed largely in the sets that back in the 1930s were the European town for Frankenstein. Oh, wow. Other things. So, like the same spots there. I saw the Black Lagoon, the pond that became the creature still there. No, and it's funny because it's like in the middle of just wide open space. It's a lake where obviously they brought in a bunch of trees when mm-hmm. they were filming <laughs> the movie. But, you know, Western sets that date back to the 1930s that, you know, famous Western movies have been filmed in. I really liked the Frankenstein connection was really cool. And then also the Bates Motel and... Norman Bates's house, yes, from Psycho. Yeah, they are still, I love that. Still standing. It's so cool, and that's one of the show pieces. So there's certain spots where you go through, and you get a little bit of a show to go with your history tour. You go through the main show scene from the King Kong attraction at Universal Orlando in Hollywood. Your tram just pulls into a soundstage building and stops and everything goes dark. And all of a sudden these gigantic screens come up and you're on a little tilty table on your tram. And it's the exact same experience as, as skull Island in Orlando, but you don't leave your tram. Yeah. Mm, They do give mm -hmm. you 3d glasses at the beginning of this tour. And they tell you to put them on at certain spots at the base motel. You stop in front of the base motel and all of a sudden this shifty looking guy peeks out of one of the rooms of the motel. Then he starts carrying a dead body out to yes. his car. Oh, that's and, so cool. And when he notices you, he turns around 
goes back into the hotel, dumps the body, and comes out with a knife. And he gets right up against, oh. right up to the tram. And ah. oh, cool, really cool. Oh, um, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> if you didn't want spoilers, go somewhere else. You go through. On normal days, you do get to go through Jaws. You go to Amity, and mm-hmm. you basically see the. You see the finale of the old Jaws attraction that was at Orlando. When I was there, they were actually refurbing it. So it was shut down and we just drove past it. But you do go, the jaw, the shark will attack. Like I remember that Orlando. from that um, Probably the favorite for all of us will be, would be when you go into the soundstage and they, and it's, the Fast and the Furious attraction. <laughs> <laughs> Except for being on a party bus, you're on a studio tram. But you, So I have finally experienced Fast and the Furious. I didn't realize they worked that into the backlot tour. That's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another spot that's kind of a special effects thing, like Catastrophe Canyon was at Disney Hollywood Studios. Do they still do the flash flood thing? Yes, they do a flash flood when you're in the western area. You stop at a street in Mexico and suddenly yeah. it starts raining mm-hmm. and storming. That's been there just since streets the 70s, flood. Since I was mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is the mid 90s. <laughs> yeah. Right. They do that and then you go into a subway tunnel, which they tell you is a working film set. Oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden an earthquake happens. I and, remember that part uh, too. A city bus crashes down through the ceiling and explodes. And then the subway tunnels flood. And then you get to see the set get. Yeah. drive out. I love um, all that. There was a house on fire that we did that used to be. It was like somewhere along there. It was like, here's, they were talking about how the normal house sets work, or you can make them turn on fire. Oh, it nice. looks fully like a fully engaged house on fire. Yeah, they don't do that, but you do go into, you drive through the set from War of the Worlds, where the 747 crashes into the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And it's an actual 747 that they destroyed and ripped apart and put in there. And they've got fog, smoke effects and stuff going on there. You drive through that neighborhood. You also drive into now the Western theme park set from the movie Nope. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden. Oh, cool paranormal things start happening while you're part of oh, cool. that. So that was really cool. This is, that is, it's a um, very long attraction and it's super fun. Yeah. And if you will, we'll talk about it a little bit more, but if you do the VIP experience, part of that deal is you get a deluxe studio backlot tour. It's approximately two hours then and you're riding along in a trolley and you stop and you get out and you can walk around those oh, sets. Oh, cool. So you get out at... Nope. You can get out at Nope. You can get out and walk through the crash site of the 747. <gasps> you can get out sometimes at the Bates Motel. You can get out at various spots. I've heard that they will take you to the courthouse from Back to the Future... <gasps> Oh, cool. or whatever. Yeah. And you can get out and walk around there. So there's, and they show you more stuff and you get out and you can really get up close and personal with these pieces of movie making history. So if you're a fan of yeah, Hollywood sure. movies, if you're a movie fan, that's, it's really cool. I think that is a huge selling point to me for the VIP experience. Something I'd love to see someday. 
Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then if you go down the rest of the escalators, we talked about last week when we talked about Super Nintendo World. Man, got has that already more... been a week? Yeah, man. So long ago. <laughs> There's some more attractions down there. They have their version of the mummy, which is a little bit ver- different from them. Orlando's version of the mummy. There's no fire effects because, I don't know, it's California or something. <laughs> The storyline's a little bit different. Fire is known to the state of California to cause cancer. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. The storyline's a little bit different. It's not dressed up like a movie set. It's like you're actually going into a paranormal event. They also have the Jurassic Park ride in in Hollywood is the Jurassic World ride. So it's been updated with the Mosasaurus and some different dinosaurs from... Jurassic World, but it's still the same basic boat ride, and you splash down at the end. Is the Mosasaurus the one that parts the sea? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then it parts the glass partition yeah. of the tank is kept in. And they also have Transformers down there. And that's exactly the same as the Transformers attraction at Universal Orlando. Robots. Rola. Ralut. Yeah. So it's definitely, and that's all. I've now told you every single attraction that they have. Wow, really? Oh, That's yeah. oh, no. There's one thing that was an unexpected highlight for me is the Waterworld Stunt Spectacular. <gasps> oh, I forgot yeah. about That's that. That's the one I want to see the most. I it totally forgot so about that. Good. Yeah. Jet ski stunts and that people brand diving. That was when I was out there. <laughs> <laughs> people diving into fiery burning yes. water. And guys, there's a seaplane that crash mm-hmm. lands on fire into the water right in front of you. Sweet. It is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you hated it, is what yeah, I'm getting. My nieces from that. loved that one. <laughs> they were there two days and went three times to see that. <laughs> it's so it is cool. So good. It I is love so that so much better than the movie, FYI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was fun. It was funny. They had a lot of jokes. The parts of the cast interact with you before the show starts and they're all stunt performers that are currently working on big name Hollywood big name television shows like they introduced them at the end and said what shows they're from and they're all on TV right now that's awesome so yeah it was a really good stunt show so that was fun so so now I've told you about every single attraction in the park so you know it's not a huge park. You don't need multiple days. Mm-hmm. Get the express pass. You can do the whole thing in a day, including Super Nintendo World, which is great. It's perfect. It's you don't leave feeling tired. You don't mm-hmm. feel burnt out on theme parks. You don't feel this gotta get them all. I gotta squeeze it in because it's easy. Mm-hmm. You're not rushed. And then um, you can spend time in the rest of Hollywood. That's right. First, I did want to mention some of the other perks with the VIP experience. So they do a guided VIP tour, like at other theme parks. You get the longer, you get the longer studio backlot tour. They feed you a meal, which is a really nice meal. We got to experience that as part of my hashtag hosted Super Nintendo World mm-hmm. thing. They take you to a really good buffet at the Moulin Rouge. And then you get express pass, unlimited express pass is good for the rest of your day after the official tour is over. So if you can swing it, that's definitely. Sounds definitely like the way to do consider. it. 
yeah, it's a, it's a really great experience. And so that left me with a full day to experience Los Angeles Hollywood. and Hollywood specifically. And I'll tell you what, I did a lot of walking, <laughs> probably more walking than I needed to. I could have called Lyft a few more times, but it wasn't really bad. And like I said, everything's compressed into a small area, just a handful of blocks for a lot of these Did things. you launch this tour while still staying at that Hilton? Yes. Yeah, I stayed at the Hilton and I actually took the subway, which is just down the hill from the Hilton. I didn't have to, but I wanted to experience that. When I planned the, the day, I said- The sheer terror of taking the subway in Los <laughs> Angeles? It wasn't too bad. It was a little fragrant and there was a guy at the very back of the car who was- Smoking something questionable that was not marijuana. <laughs> hey, I don't mind uh, a subway, but it freaks me out. In the that there's earthquakes the, and yes, subway. In the land yeah, of the earthquakes, true. yes. That didn't even occur to me to be honest. I guess it should have. That's why it uh, doesn't go very far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully not it, over a fault line. Right. It did connect me right up to where the Hollywood Walk of Fame is. It was just a short, like, uh, yes. five minute ride. So in the morning, I stopped and I saw, first, I got a delicious breakfast at this place called The Waffle. They've got all kinds of fancy waffles. They had a red velvet covered with strawberries and fruit and stuff. I got a really good breakfast scramble with chili on it, which I never Mm. knew I needed chili on top of scrambled eggs until I had this. That sounds delicious. I know. It might be my favorite. If you need diarrhea, that's the dish for you. (laughs) Yeah. So definitely check out the the Waffle LA if you're there. It's right next to the Hollywood Film School across the street from this cool old theater called the Cinerama Dome, which was like Oh yeah. It was like IMAX before IMAX existed. Oh, Sadly cool. shut down now, but the building's still there. It was neat to see. So I started down near where the Pantages Theater is, which is they show a lot of kind of Broadway style shows there. It used to be one of the big famous mm-hmm. movie palaces. And I think they did award shows there at some point. But it was, you know, the kind of big theater where they did Hollywood premieres. And I just walked down the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's funny how there's a lot of Hollywood history spots that have fallen into just mm. disrepair yes. or they don't use them at all. It's a mix of. And what, I've got to say, there were spots that were, they looked shady. They looked run down. I never felt unsafe, though, walking around this area. Yeah. And I did a lot of walking. But the Walk of Fame does go through some <coughs> sketchy areas. Yeah. Yeah. You think yeah, of it as I've, that one little strip right in front of the men's, whatever, the Chinese theater. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty extensive. Yeah. It's a total of 17 blocks. You're definitely, if you walk, Pretty far, you are going to see some people shouting about how to get into heaven, and you're going to see some people sleeping in the doorways of boarded up theaters, stuff like that. That's just what you get in a big city, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, and it's also funny how, because like the stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, all those people had to get somebody to pay for them to have that store, mm-hmm. that star. Yep. That's a thing. That's not like an honor. That was a thing from the Chamber of Commerce that mm-hmm. they did to raise money. So, like, the people who maybe had a harder time, you see a lot of famous people who maybe didn't have somebody to raise money for them that are farther out from 
that are in like the sketchy area of town. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> it, it was super touristy, but I walked around looking for names of people that I recognize. And, you know, like the Apollo 11 astronauts have a great big star right at Hollywood and Vine. And you walk down and you get closer to really the center is the Chinese theater, mm-hmm. the Dolby theater, and the El Capitan, which are all in one block. I didn't realize how close they these are things right are all there. to each other. Yeah. They're all right there. The Dolby Theater is where they do the Oscars. Mm-hmm. That mall is, a, is what they walk through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's attached to a mall. Yeah. And a hotel. That's the hotel that if you do the Adventures by Disney, Southern California and Hollywood adventure, you stay in that hotel right there in the middle of everything. And the stars go there and get dressed and whatever, and then literally go around the block to arrive back on the other side of the building. Hey, here's whoever star. Yeah. So across the street from the Dolby is the El Capitan, which you might recognize as the El Capitoon from Disney. But that theater is owned by Disney. Mm -hmm. They do premieres there. And there's always some Disney movie playing there. Yeah, there's always old Disney movies. When I was there, it was Tangled, and then they were getting ready to show The Parent Trap. And you can watch a movie oh, there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Not the old parent. The Lindsay Lohan. The Lindsay Lohan one? Parent okay, trap. I take yeah. it back. And which is funny because they were calling that their like throwback movie series. Was, oh, that hurts. So the they didn't throw it back parent. to Haley Mills. That hurts. No. Sadly not. But the entrance to that is beautiful. That old, super ornate carved and painted ceiling. The popcorn bulbs on the side. Did you notice the youth hostel right next door? (laughs) Yeah. Like literally a little doorway right next to it. It's just. Yep. Yep. They also have, there's a wall. There's a Disney, they call it the Disney Studio Store, which I expected to maybe see some cooler things in it's just a disney (laughs) store but there's some el capitan exclusive merch that i've never seen anywhere because how many people visited so they had some cool they had some cool shirts with mickey and minnie and the gang in front of the el capitan and some pins and stuff and they also have a ghirardelli ice cream oh i remember that that yeah all that's connected there Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And we the Masonic a- Temple next door, they do, when they do premieres, they make like super themed, immersive environments themed to the movies there. Oh, cool. And that's also where they filmed Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I did not get into the front of the Chinese theater where they have all of the handprints mm-hmm. and footprints because they had been filming the night before there was a premiere for Showtime Show. Yellow jackets. Oh, oh yeah. okay. And they were still tearing down all of the red carpet and stuff. So we sad, were I, I there bombed. on one of the, we've the done the, the, the ABD a couple of okay. times, and we were there when a premiere was happening. I can't remember what it was for, but I. Chips. Oh, that's what you just said that. Okay. Yep. Chips. With Dax Shepard. Yeah, that's the right. Famous movie. You, <laughs> you waved at Kristen Bell and that's right. got a cute picture of her waving. Oh, nice. Around the corner from there, if you're a real nerd, you can see the Magic Castle mm-hmm. is down that street. And there's also another kind of Hollywood history spot. The The Roosevelt Hotel is half a block from the Chinese mm-hmm. theater. And this is like 
golden era Hollywood stars stayed there. At the beginning of her career, Marilyn Monroe lived there for a while. Super swanky, dark wood and leather. The lobby's gorgeous. They have this amazing, gorgeous pool that's in this like palm tree oasis right in the middle of Los Angeles. Quiet, peaceful. I felt like I was going to get thrown out at any second for <laughs> checking out the public areas. And it's surprisingly affordable. It's like the same. It's a suite there is like $500 a night. Wow. Depending on when you go. And it's literally half a block from the Chinese theater. And it it's has the classic like, big neon sign up on the roof mm-hmm. that everybody's yeah. seen. Yeah. So I was like, I was thinking like, I could stay here and it would be it's a beautiful t- hotel right there in the middle of Hollywood. Definitely worth checking out. After that, if you're a Disney fan, I went to the Crossroads of the World, which is the entranceway to Disney Hollywood Studios. It was the first outdoor walking mall in America, and now it has fallen into disrepair and is like technically half shut down. A film crew was checking it out while I was there, and somebody thought I might have been with the film crew. They asked if I needed help or wanted to get a closer look at anything. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't confident enough to lie and say oh, that I darn. was with the Hollywood Times. Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> like, uh, yes, where's craft services? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> they weren't at that stage yet. They're like location scouting for it. But uh, it looks just like the entranceway, except for instead of Mickey Mouse at the top of that tower, it's got a globe and some cool like retro... 50s mm-hmm. curved weird architecture yeah, it's amazing so really how cool. much stuff that you're familiar with is right there in that right couple of blocks there, yeah yeah and it's weird too how like the weird mix of architecture because right around that crossroads of the world there was like german fairy tale village that looked like it belonged in fantasy land and then there was like hispanic like hacienda barrel tile roofs mm-hmm. and stuff like is it it's like, is, what? am that i mall? remembering it that Jim Henson Studios is very it's a near couple of blocks around there. Yeah. Is off it? of there. Yeah. It's yeah. only two blocks away. Yeah. It runs it, on the street. It's parallel to Hollywood Boulevard or mm-hmm. whatever that sunset. Right. Yeah. Sunset. It's just a couple of blocks. But if you're on, if you're like standing at El Capitan and you're looking across at where that mall area is that's attached to the hotel, that's where they filmed what was it? The movie that was like uh, Elizabeth. Ah, it's like the old Babylon-y kind of movie. Joan of Arc or not. What am I thinking of? Anyway. Cleopatra. 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 That was the sets of that that's still sitting oh, there. Oh, crazy. Yeah. It's got the elephant yeah. statues and all that crap. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was mm-hmm. the big set for one of the huge scenes in Cleopatra. <laughs> it's like a, a mall with a yeah, guacamole stand in it. <laughs> yeah. Weird. And then right down the road from there is the Egyptian theater, mm-hmm. which was... Made by the same guy who made the Chinese theater, except for it looks like Egypt. That was built specifically for the premiere of Robin Hood in the 1930s or whatever. Which is famously so I, set in that in, era. In, right. Yeah. No, wait. Yeah. So it was all right there. It's crazy. But that was really cool. And I like seeing that stuff. I went Hollywood out for lunch. Wax Museum's right there, right? Hollywood Wax Museum is right there. It, yeah, there's. One block down from the El Capitan is what I called like the Wisconsin Dells of Hollywood. (laughs) There's the Hollywood Max Museum. There's there's a uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. There's the Medieval Torture Museum. Mm -hmm. All that kind of tourist trap stuff right there. They do around the corner have, it used to be the Max Factor Cosmetics 
global headquarters as this really cool old school 50s building. And that is the Hollywood Museum. And it's got a ton. I didn't get into it. My day got busier than I expected, but it has a bunch of props and costumes and stuff from Hollywood history. And apparently it's the best museum in Hollywood for that kind of stuff to visit. So from there, I went for lunch to Taylor the Pup, which is L.A. is known for its architecture of buildings that look like what they sell inside or also for some reason shaped like hats in the case of the Hollywood Brown Derby. <laughs> You've seen probably pictures of the donut places that have the gigantic donut on the roof. Mm-hmm. Tail of the Pup is a hot dog place. I was going to ask, could you get a hot dog there? <laughs> you can and you should. You order from a booth the original hot dog stand is shaped like a gigantic hot dog yum some of the best hot dogs i've ever had and then bonus history for nerds the building where they cook the food used to be a practice space and recording studio where the doors recorded la woman oh Oh. cool so i used the bathroom that jim morrison possibly used when he was recording nice still had his heroin marks on it (laughs) that's right So that that was cool. A really good hot dog. Honestly, one of the best hot dogs I've ever had. Some of the best fries I've ever had. Super good. Hollywood Forever Cemetery. It sounds a little morbid, but there's two big cemeteries that people visit in LA. One is Hollywood Forever. And tons of stars are buried there. Saw Johnny Ramone. I saw Burt Reynolds. I saw Burt Reynolds. Doesn't it have a bust of him? With his (laughs) cowboy hat on. Yeah. Yeah. I also saw Don Adams, which has a portrait of him with his shoe phone from Get Smart. I was very excited about that. There's some older Hollywood nerdy history, like the Douglas Fairbanks grave, which is this gigantic, he's got like a 30-yard long reflecting pool and this big overblown columns and stuff. Judy Garland is there along with Toto. Oh, Toto. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just like the tip of the iceberg. There is a ton. I saw Alfalfa from the Little Little Rascals. What Mel Blanks is buried there. He's got the best exit line in all that's of all the folks. world. Yeah, his oh. headstones is engraved with "That's, that's all, folks." Perfect. But and like I said, that's the tip of the iceberg. And the weird thing is, it's just a normal cemetery too, and it's a predominantly like. Russian Jewish cemetery. <laughs> so there's all of these, all these headstones marked in, in Cyrillic letters. But anyone can be buried there. Um, but if you go around, you can find all these graves of famous people. Uh, the mobster Bugsy Seagull, Seagull, whatever, however you say it, he's there. They have a gigantic flock of peacocks on the land. There that roam around. Just roam the cemetery. Cool photos of peacocks in a mausoleum, which is the weirdest sentence I've possibly ever (laughs) said. (laughs) But it was a really cool picture. I stand by it. And literally backing right up to that cemetery is the Paramount Studios. You can do a studio tour there. It's $59 and it's a multiple hour tour through the back lot of Paramount Studios. Warner Brothers also does a really good studio Mm -hmm. tour. That starts at seventy dollars. Done for both a, of those for a three-hour tour. So those would be on my list to do next time if I've got some free time in Los Angeles. 
Then I did a few specifically Disney related things to round out the day. I stopped real quick at the site of the first official actual studio that Walt had, the Disney Brothers Studios. This is where he made the, they called them the Alice shorts, which were mm-hmm. a mix of live action and animated movies. It's, it's the Kingswell Studio. It's now a copy shop and oh. a skate shop. Don't let your Lyft driver leave. Hop out of the car, take some pictures, and leave. <laughs> but it's still really cool to yeah. see for the history buffs. If you're there during operating hours, the owners have a little shrine to Walt Disney set up, and they like to oh, talk cool. to Disney fans while you're there. Nearby, that is pretty close to Griffith Park. Ah. I didn't get to go see the merry-go-round. It was closed down for the day because of weather. But you could oh, go yeah. see the merry-go-round and Walt's bench where mm-hmm. he watched his daughters ride that the merry-go-round. That merry-go-round is crazy cool and yeah. old yeah. and Insanely fast, fast. also. Yeah. Yes, that's what I've what I understand. Fastest from videos merry go round I've it ever just been cannot on. be safe. That's all you're thinking when you're writing <laughs> yeah. this thing. Uh, so that's definitely a thing to check out. Griffith Park is really close there. Also located in Griffith Park near the zoo, because there's a zoo in the park, is a little travel museum called Travel Town, and they have the shed from Walt's house where he kept his trains and worked on oh, his trains cool. from the from the railroad that he had in his backyard. And they have a whole bunch of artifacts from his train collection inside there. I didn't get to see that either. That was closed down. They're only open, I think, on weekends, but you can definitely go see that. Go up top there to the Griffith Park Observatory, see the Hollywood sign, and then ended the day at Hama Shanter for dinner, which is, is Walt's favorite restaurant, in Los Angeles. So that was neat to see. They That's have a good the day. Table, yep. They have the table that he and his Imagineers allegedly like to sit at. I got to see mm-hmm. the new painting that they made for the 100th anniversary of that restaurant. And I had asked to sit at Walt's table. It was already seated when I got there. But the hostess told me, allegedly, they put me in the booth that she said Walt would ask to be sat at when he was eating there with Lily because it was a little bit more private. Not his I don't business know. booth. <laughs> right. I don't know if he actually, if that was actually true or it if was a great thing to tell me. you. Right. I, I don't know if I don't know if that was yeah. just, you know, to make me feel better about not getting. That's a great way. day. There's so much to see. I also recommend the Hollywood Adventures by Disney. Then you get some stuff like the Jim Henson Studios and the Walt Disney Studios, which they don't do public tours. You have to be on a special something to get in there. And you get to see Imagineering. All that is very cool and a great way to see Hollywood. So yeah, Hollywood's definitely doable in a day. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, it's not kind of the traditional kind of travel that we talk about planning, but it's definitely something that if you have a good travel planner, they can help mm-hmm. you figure out a day that works for you to get to see the things that you're interested in, the highlights of the day. And of course, we recommend that those travel planners are from Key to the World Travel, which means it's time for me to say thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to visit Universal Studios Hollywood, 
or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has the Great Hall at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry full of expert travel planners. They're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with the no-obligation quote. Word of mouth is the best way to grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. Can't wait to hang out with you again and see you real soon. Bye, y'all. Goodbye, everybody. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.